Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man whose breath smells rather too much of garlic, for which I apologise to people in the front row. It's Richard Herring! Thank you very much! Oh yes! I had uh, I made myself a nice lunch of uh, spaghetti, olio, aglio, pepperoncino. It's pretty easy to make, but a lot of garlic in it. Can you smell it, Andy? No? Okay, cool. It'll start seeping out of the pores. As it's, it's still me from before. You recognise me? Huh? I had, a, I had a, a jacket on, didn't I? Uh, so, well, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Oh, I was talking to John Dalton the other day, who I hardly remind you, whose model of the atom uh, held that atoms were indivisible and indestructible, and that all atoms are of a given element are identical in mass. Uh, was he right? Was he right, David? He's about wrong on both, doesn't he? Double wrong. He calls it realist, but anyway, he's uh, realist for a slightly different, slightly different tack on the. Uh... <laughs> so, welcome to the show. Uh, I, um, I've been stone clearing for about two months now. I've got some more observational comedy about for the stone clearers. Because it's autumn time and that makes it difficult for, uh, as I record this, it's difficult because the leaves start coming down in the, you know, in the crepuscular light of the twilight. Very easy to mistake those for stones. <laughs> Isn't it? They, those guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, also in the morning time, when there were dawn, the light shines in a different way. And I've, I've th- well, I think we've all experienced this, haven't you? When the ground spiders spin a web over the soil, that can catch the light, can't it? And that. I think it's a stone, it's not, it's a, it's a web. It's literally a web of lies. And um, I think we've all been there and we wear, you, there's a, a dog shit and you pick that up, I think. And we've all been there. And I, also the dog shit sometimes goes a bit furry, doesn't it? If you know it's that people live in the countryside, it's, it's good. Keep on. Keep going through it. The winter's a hard time for the stone clearers, but it's worth it. I'll show you some pictures soon of how uh, the wall's coming on. So, uh, it's... Uh, Sometimes I walk along and I just think, God, I can't see any difference. Am I literally just wasting my time here? But it's, uh, it's like new stones turn up every day. And I had a ladybird in the house, late ladybird in autumn. That was kind of weird. Uh, and uh, it was kind of crazy. It's flying around looking a bit crazy. And then it flew in the bath. And then I got it out of the bath and saved it and put it on the side of the bath. And that really, I thought that ladybird the next day would be my ladybird slave. <laughs> Look after me. It didn't. It just died. Uh, so it's... Um, but it reminds, who was alive in 1976 when uh, all those ladybirds attacked? Anyone remember that? Remember that, David? I was sitting on Western Supermare Beach and um, like a, the sky went dark. I'm not even joking. And uh, like, then the whole beach was just covered in ladybirds and they were angry and they were biting. Who remembers this? I once met a, a ladybird expert who was so impressed to have met me, of someone who experienced the 1976 ladybird storms, she had sex with me. Uh, so it's, uh, that is, it was amazing. And I'm wondering, was that a ladybird? Was that a lady or was it a ladybird in human form that had come to thank me? I haven't gone mental. So uh, it's, uh, we'll be talking more about ladybirds and having sex with people in insects in human form in this podcast. That's my guest. So will you... We'll get, our guest this week uh, is probably best known for playing Detective Tickleberry in Crumbs. (laughs) 
And it's hard for me to know whether that is like people in New Zealand are going, God, fuck that, she is best enough for that. <laughs> or whether that is as ridiculous as it sounds. Will you please welcome, I hope, the amazing Rose Matafeo! <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Sit down. Sorry about the garlic. Sorry about the garlicky smell. I can't, I can't sense the garlic at all. Oh, it's going to come across. Don't worry. During the, during the evening. Jeez. It's going to come out. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. <laughs> Where? Um, Thanks for um, that. That was the weirdest thing I've ever heard, intro I've ever heard. Yeah, is that, were you in that? Yeah, I was. What was it? I was a strawberry. <laughs> I was a strawberry detective. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, we, um, we, were, we investigated some crimes. <laughs> I mean, mostly, mostly murders. Uh, no, that was a joke. Uh, it was a children's cartoon, and um, yeah, I played Detective Tickleberry. Oh. Yeah, so was, was it a big part in the? It was not a huge episode, part. It took me a day to record, but yeah. you know, it was it was it was it was good. My my most proudest, uh, my, my, my proudest moment. It's not on Netflix. No, not on Netflix. I mean, not, I don't think available anywhere. To be fair, I only in our imaginations <laughs> <laughs> and memories. We'll look out for it. What about? Um, I nearly chose Sam in Pocket Protectors. Oh, yes. Yeah. Pocket Protectors. Po- po- pocket Protectors is when I played a pencil. Okay. Uh, it was the same, it was the same company, Mark Putty. Yeah. yeah, Mark Putty, who did, does these amazing, amazing animations. Yeah, so I was a, uh, yeah, that one I was a pen- pencil. Okay. It's po- Pocket Protectors, again, yeah. investigating uh, murders, I think. Uh, <laughs> murders no. of pencils. Yeah, yeah, just, basically. Uh, just, uh, Pencils have been sharpened basically, too, yeah. without being used. Mm-hmm. Assault, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's good. Okay, well, it's nice God, to know. God, bar- blast in the past. I That's watch nice. a lot of uh, kids' TV. We had uh, we had uh, we had uh, Jess Robinson from Noddy Toyland Detective on the other week. So you know, it's, she it's on become... Toyland. Why are all of the, uh, the children's shows going so gritty? I don't know. It's detective. Of... Yeah. What's Toyland? She plays Smarty Saurus. Well, it's Noddy goes around Toyland trying to solve crimes, can't find out who did it, and just says the Gollywogs did it. So it's um. <laughs> wow. It's very true to the original books. That is, it's very true. That's what I liked. They've got rid of most of the characters. They call they call um, they call Big Ears Mister Squeaks, isn't it? Oh, we all know what his real name is. (laughs) Very annoying. What other what other ones do you watch? Uh, I watch everything. My daughter likes. Super Monsters? Do you know Super Monsters? No. I mean, you haven't got kids, so it's unlikely you've yeah, seen I've the troll through. Things, you know. Well, not these things, so they're all on They're, they're all, all on new, Netflix. though. Do you find that they're, they're shit, more shit than what you had when you were younger? I don't know. I think they're better. Really? Like, my daughter did her first bit of stand-up about Super Monsters, because in Super Monsters... Your daughter they, did stand-up? Yeah. Well, she, she, they, they, in Super Monsters, it starts, and they all go... They turn into monsters, and they go, Drax, Frankie! And, they do, and, then, and then at the end, when they turn back... To kids, yes. they do the same thing again. Oh. And she turned to me and said, Why do them keep saying their names? Why do they? And then she did that every time. Why do them, why do them keep saying their names? <laughs> From a tiny like, brick yeah. wall, that's yeah. great, yeah. But I've actually, so... I would do it back to her, and now I still do it back to her, and she just looks at me like I'm crazy. She's forgotten. Because you're stealing forgotten. her material. <laughs> that's clearly what she's, she's pissed off. A bit. She now she goes, No, I understand why they're saying their names because they're. She sounds fantastic. You should have her on the podcast. <laughs> to be honest, believe me, we're working through the family one by one. So it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. So, well, look, I would like, I'd say you're kind of a, a new sensational comedian, but you've been doing... No one not here knows who I am. Yeah, yeah, oh, let's do. be honest. Let's they be honest. Do. No, they, do. they don't. I don't think so. They do. You... Nish, that's basically it. <laughs> you won the big comedy prize. Everyone knows you, but you've been doing comedy for like 
12 years, yeah. which doesn't oh, seem ten, humanly ten, possible. 10-ish ten, years? Yeah, 10 years. So you start years. when you're like 15? 11 years, yeah, 15. About 15, years, yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, I, I started doing comedy then, I, I guess. But that's, you know, just the first like open mics and stuff you do. And, you know, it doesn't really No one does that at 15. I mean, like occasionally you get kids doing stand-up, but it's hard. Yeah, and they're always fucking dickheads as well. Yeah, and uh, they are. And I was probably an absolute <laughs> asshole. It's a real, real precocious thing to do comedy at such a young age. I had braces. I had a lot of thoughts and ideas, uh, and no one really wanted to listen to them. But uh, I had enough confidence to to get out there. But no, yeah, um, uh, no, I started when I was fifteen. It was sort of part of a school program that um, the comedy festival in New Zealand do. They do a similar thing in Melbourne where they get uh, like a school holiday program for kids who have no friends to hang out with during the holidays, <laughs> and uh, they put them through this like two uh, two week long kind of boot camp with uh, comedy. Funnily enough, when I was fifteen. I've got my first ever set as a hidden link on YouTube. No one can ever see it. Uh, it is, uh, but I went set, back. A first set. So a shark. First set. God they've got damn a kind it. of. They've got a sort of funny set. way of speaking over there. I was taking this. I, oh yeah, set. so you fucking colonise our country set. and then t- make fun of the way we talk. Yeah. That's <laughs> get fucked. Set. Absolutely get fucked. Um, uh, so my first set uh, is on is on YouTube, and um, now who's being right? That's racist. That's not, that's, not how, that's not how we say it. We say it right. I am. Um, but I, I went back, and what was the most disappointing thing is that I went back, and I was like, "Shit, some of this is actually better than the stuff I write now." I was like, oh "God, I had a very unique comedic voice." Um, but no, it was it, it was uh, when I was fifteen. It was the first ever set, set I did, and um, Mark Watson was the um, uh, celebrity kind of judge who um, who deemed me the the winner of that competition. And so wow. yeah, so so yeah, it was very funny. That he was there for the first every gig, and I saw him last week. And... Did you know him from Improvisation, my dear Mark Watson? Have you seen, <laughs> no, you seen him in that? I did not. But, no, um, okay. but yeah, and then I just keep that going big in New Zealand improvisation, my dear Mark. Huge, yeah. huge New Zealand. <laughs> that and Allo Allo. It's uh, <laughs> genuinely the most what we got of British comedy, though. It's very funny. Like, we got the weirdest, the weirdest stuff because uh, obviously there was only a, a little bit like uh, uh, that we could get on television there. So, our idea of British comedy from New Zealand is like pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. It's like Faulty Towers and. Hello, hello. Like yeah. basically, that's those basically are the two it. <laughs> that's basically one or the other. <laughs> More or less, all we've got variations on that. So um, well, let's talk. You, you're the third guest I've had out of the 191 guests wow. I've had so far, and though some of them are doubles. Who lives in the same house in Shepherd's Bush that backs on more or less backs onto my house? Yes, in this Shepherd's is true. Bush. This is true. I mean, I'm not saying I don't cast the net wide on this thing. <laughs> Two of them are on this week. That is that's. It's um, crazy. But that's kind of that's sort of obviously it was it's a really com- weird. Yeah, it was yeah. a co- kind of comedian's house. So Stuart Goldsmith was in there. And, yes, I replaced Nish, Stuart Goldsmith. You were the uh, replacement. Yeah. I would, I, yeah, that's when I first moved here. Here, I moved in with Nish. I've always said Nish. they should never replace Stuart Goldsmith with a woman. That is that is, <laughs> that is, that is wrong. It's PC gone mad. Yes. God damn it. No, yeah. Uh, so I took over his old room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How it was, was it? What state was it in when you took it out? Took it on. Very very good. Was yeah, it, yeah yeah. Nothing nothing left. No, but right. he did move all the stuff out. No. <laughs> Thankfully, good. yeah, no, it was it was it was good. It was a very nice flat. Like, and you live with Nish. the Nish Kumar who made the Nish Kumar, next, next yes, week. yeah. He's got a he's 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 a good flat mate. Is he? We we eat a lot of Nando's. Uh, that's all I'll say. There's a Nando's like you know this across the road. Yeah. from our house, and um, yeah, that was. Yeah. They know our order, which is quite depressing. It's <laughs> very depressing, but yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you backstage, there was a uh, shooting in that Nando's in 2002. Yeah. Yeah. 
Someone was murdered in that Nando such. You know, I thought but it would get now me everyone a gets cheaper house than I got, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Being close to that. But, but now yeah. everyone gets free olives. Yeah. So that's a joke. <laughs> Nando's would never do that. <laughs> that would be a nightmare business model. So did you ever see me in the... There was a crossover. No, I really hoped it would because my, yeah. my, 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 uh, my bedroom kind of backed on to, um, to the backs of the, your, your, your yeah. house. So it was very Jimmy Stewart in rear window, kind yeah. of, you know, trying to suss you out, yeah. find where you were. Never found you, though. No. We'll I was right at the window with my cock out. Yeah, waiting, I know. <laughs> waiting it's like, it around. It's always the last place you look, right in front of you. <laughs> Turn around, you're in the house. It's uh, crazy. Do you yeah. think anyone's ever seen you proper naked in a, in a house? In my, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my wife has. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, probably, yeah. I used to, I used to, I was naked for about the first 14 years of my life. In what? The, the minute I got home, I would just take all my clothes off. Even as, you know, really too, much too How old. How confident a child were you? Well, was, it, was it embraced in your, in your, in your uh, household? I, I was allowed to do it, yeah. I remember my Auntie Jean. Yeah, allowed, came, not encouraged. My Auntie Jean came over one time and was a bit like, I think it's a bit too old for this now. Was, was, everyone, was everyone naked? <laughs> no. I just you? Just me, I don't like wearing, I don't see why she So I still do walk around naked quite a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah. Who walk, does anyone walk around? By All of this lot. Take off your clothes if you take. <laughs> Half if you of walk around naked. naked now, yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Uh, How long did you walk around naked in your house, David? Until what age did you walk around naked till? Two. Two. <laughs> Legend. Andy McH. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Holy shit! This is wild. Some good junk now, and wanted people to have a look and see what I was. I would safely say I never. I really. I have a friend who really um, wants to have as an adult a pro um, waste like uh, for, for girls towel around the waist household, boobs out. Right. Okay. Make it normal. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm inching my way down every shower, but but no, it, it terrifies me to walk. The idea of walking around naked. Uh, Shit. Should I get into that? I don't it's know. just more convenient. You don't have to put clothes on. Don't you get cold? Nah. I'm pretty fat. <laughs> just eat some more food. If he gets, just eat, eat some butter. If he, if he gets. Oh. Well, it's lovely to have another of the, the Shepherd's Bush. Yes. Nish yeah. still lives in the house, so we can't give too much uh, no, away about no, his, no. his secret location. Yeah, uh, secret location of. There's some French people live in my house now. I don't know if you ever saw them. Holy shit. Yeah, they're, they're always gonna... naked. <laughs> They're going to find it now with all the, the Nando's and the French flag yeah. outside. They're going yeah. hunt Nish Kumar down. <laughs> That's cool. Have you, met them? Have you met them? No. Okay. Because they live in my old house. Truly, you meet them? No. Really? Yeah. Hand over the keys? No. Get, left get that, your dick left, out? I left that to the estate agent. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> take my keys, uh, you French. No, but they won't be there. Such they relatable be. material as they well. Uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say take my keys in French, but I can't think of any of the words of any. Le. Lay. Clef. Lay. Clef. Yeah, sure. Uh, take a lay clef. <laughs> Prende lay clef. Prende, prenez-vous, prenez-vous lay clef, s'il vous plaît? <laughs> Got a few French viewers in as a result of that, so that's good. Apart <laughs> from the racism beforehand. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
Well, let's talk about your heritage. I, what I love about your heritage is that I don't think this could have happened at any other point in human history. What? What? Well, you're half Samoan, yeah. one quarter Croatian, one quarter Scottish. Yes. Come That's on. That's how we do it in New Zealand, baby. <laughs> Come on. We're a mountain pot. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the mix, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what's, you know, that's what you get in New Zealand. Lots yeah, of, that, there's a lot well, of, lots of, yeah, lots of Polynesian, you know, Polynesian culture and, 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 and immigrants from. Not so much Croatian culture. Yeah, well, no, um, the, the Croatians came down, uh, in two, in two big waves. And actually, they all, they, they all came down, Serbians and Croatians, and they all, kind of started mixing and mingling and started calling themselves Dalmatians. So I actually, I'm kind of, I always refer to myself as quarter Dalmatian and people make fun of that. So that's a wonderful <laughs> new facet of racism I've been exposed to uh, in my life. But uh, no, uh, yeah, so they, they came down and um, a bunch of them came down. Right. Uh, my great-great-grandfather, my great yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, you know. And you go, but you on. said you were at Luton Airport going to Croatia. Do you go back to Croatia a lot? I only, there was the first time I ever went. Right. I went one place, didn't go to the place where my grandparents were born. Fuck that. Uh, I went to a lovely little fishing village for three days where they uh, filmed Made in Chelsea. Uh, so that was my heritage trip. That was my... <laughs> that was wonderful. But I know I should go back and, and figure out where I'm from. Do the, you know, it's find myself. Croatia is almost the most... No one talks about the Croatian bit of you very much, as I, in my experience. Bit of me? Yeah, because people are kind of interested in you being Scottish. You're so, kind of called Scottish Samoan. And yeah, yeah. Well, quite, yeah. Well, they they all they all came down to dig for Cody gum in New, in New Zealand. Lots right. of the uh, you know Croatians, and they make yeah. wine down in New Zealand. Good yeah. wine country in New Zealand. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, my my uh, my my nickname's Ruja for my mum because okay. it's only okay. The only two Croatian words I know are my nickname and Muchi, which is shut up. So that's that's basically the extent of my heritage. But okay. yeah, but no, Croatians got any Croatians in the crowd? There was the well, no, uh, <laughs> clearly not. It was very awkward at the World Cup, though. Yeah, I had to stay home, go for Croatia by myself. It was very sad. I got very drunk. No, I can't remember. Was that the one that was? It was a big one. Was it the one that England, one. Big was one? the one that England won five one, or did we lost? No, you, you beat us. No, no, yeah, we beat you. Yeah. And it was so the tri- Scottish part of you was doubly happy. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, over the moon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Well, that's uh, you. We grew up in Auckland. This is a very easy question that I ask about. You're going to get this. Uh huh. This too easy. What's the tallest building in Auckland? The Sky Tower. Yeah. Why is that easy? Did you know that? Because it's uh, the tallest building in the Southern Hemisphere. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Shit. <laughs> I should know that. It's over, uh, it's over seven meters tall. Yeah. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! I'm from a tiny country at the bottom. <laughs> it's a revolving restaurant, though. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, at the top of Sky Tower, you get very sick because <laughs> you, you revolving very slowly around the Sky Tower, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hell. What's the best thing in Auckland that, that, for people to go and look at? Best thing in Auckland, um, maybe Kelly Tarleton's, uh, which is a uh, aquarium. No, nah, okay. it's not that good, actually. Uh, <laughs> it's not actually good. No, it, it, it's a bit worrying, the penguins enclosure. Uh, and there's a lot of carpet where I was like, don't have, a, don't have carpet in an aquarium? What the, <laughs> what the fuck's up with that? What is that? That's a nightmare. It's like when you have carpet in a bathroom. Yeah, no, I agree. Have you ever been... Oh, that's just disgusting. Yeah, when I moved into my house in Shepherd's Bush, there was carpet in the bathroom. What? Yeah, they're not that? for long, don't worry. 
You ripped that up. Yeah. Lovely. I don't want carpet with someone else's wee all over it. <laughs> and definitely with my wee all over it. <laughs> so you weed on it and pulled it yeah. up. That's great. Um, just weed on it till it, ev- it just dis- disintegrates. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so no, no, that's not the best thing in Auckland. Um, probably just go up a mountain, in any mountain. Um, there's not much, there is, uh, I don't know. This is Come on, the, this, you've got go to sell to a beach, New Zealand. Go to a beach. Okay. Go to a beach We've or... We've got beaches here. Nah, not Western well. Western Superman. As if. Not as nice as New Zealand. Are you, cra- are you crapping me? <laughs> I'd like to no apologise to the people of Western Superman. <laughs> one of the nicest estuary beaches I mean there's have you ever been to New Zealand as long as the sea's in it's okay, it's okay in Western Supermare have you ever been to New Zealand I haven't no oh when you gotta you got go it's a long way away isn't it uh, so I think it's a long so way to go it's, it's the furthest away it is it's I've li- been to Fiji and I've been to oh wow close enough. which is close and I've been to Australia which I understand is similar That's to close, very yeah. similar to New Zealand very similar <laughs> Oh, huh. um, <laughs> no, no, um, no, that's, no, you should go to New Zealand. It's okay. very nice. Um, I've got kid, two kids. I can't go anywhere anymore. I had my chance. I had the 40 years to go to New Zealand and I didn't take that chance. How, how old are you going to wait for the, them to get before you? Well, I them? will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm getting to, I'd have to be like 70 and I'm not going to go to New Zealand when I'm 70. Am I? Even can. if they got like teleportation by then. Still too much. Effort. If they had teleportation by then, you wouldn't even be bothered I to go bother. to New Zealand. <laughs> they have the the marvel, the scientific marvel, marvel of inventing teleportation. And you're still yeah. going to go like, nah. no, no, get a Western Superman. It's good enough for me. Can't believe it. That's where the uh, ladybirds came. Western Superman. That must be why it's on they, my mind. That, yeah. <laughs> They've got literally Western Superman Beach. Once the sea, the, it's not the sea; it's a river. Once it goes yeah. out, yeah. It's just, it's literally mud. All There's mud. a bit of sand and then it's a pier and then it's mud, literally mud. All and mud. And you walk out and then you get stuck in the mud and then the sea comes back. And, and you, you chose that as the beach to represent yeah. how good Yeah. I've seen, I've seen Lord of the Rings, so I reckon I know pretty much everything about New Zealand. Where the fuck is there a beach in there? There's, that's what New There's Zealand no is. There's beaches in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> There's a river. Yeah. There's that bit where the fellowship disbands. The, the mountain with the wah, wah, I've seen that. Wah. The, and is that what you think a beach is? Yeah. <laughs> that's the best thing in New Zealand. <laughs> that's and that's taller than the Sky Tower, actually. It, that's, yeah. yeah. I guess it's not a man-made. Mount shop. Doom. It's made by a Sauron, whoever he is. What is he? Sauron, yeah. Yeah, so he's a he's a sour one. That's my heritage you're talking about, <laughs> actually. So how dare you? Do you think they filmed it in New Zealand just because of Auckland, like so they could just go Auckland? Yeah, I think that was the yeah, reason. I think that was yeah. okay. Let's move on. <laughs> they could get the sign. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about your uh, award-winning show. Just the age of twenty-six, she's won the Edinburgh Award. I'm fifty-one. It hasn't happened for me yet, but <laughs> fingers crossed. Horn Dog. Yeah. So you're touring this as well in the new yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> We're doing it in the. Uh, oh, I'm, so- I'm doing it in London. Yeah, I'm doing it in London. But I did another two weeks of it. Yeah, right after Edinburgh. And, okay. Yeah, I might. You're really going to tour it. Why are you not going to tour it? Ah, uh, I've never toured before, and um, give it a and, go. Uh, and it requires a projector. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fucking hassle, isn't it? That's, well, it is. Have you but... ever tried to set up a projector in a rural town? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hectic. You've got to take someone who can do it. I've got. I've had a projector know. in a couple of my shows. You really? need to take someone with you. Who can so I, I, don't, I don't. I've never. I've never done that. I've done. Get so them things. to drive the car. 
Yeah. And give him, you only have to give him like 150 quid. If that, yeah. if that. Maybe a hundred and some nice words yeah. <laughs> in the car. Um, yeah, no, I, I should, I should actually tour. No, I don't know. I am, um, uh, but yeah, I've done, it, I've done it quite a lot now. I've, I did, I did it in Melbourne and then I did it in Edinburgh. So um, yeah, quite a, quite a, quite a, nearly a hundred times, probably nearly cool. ending up a hundred times. Hundred times. About a hundred. It's yeah. a lot. Move on, do something else. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel like. Do except fear. at the Soho Theatre yeah, in, the ja- in January. In January, I'm doing two more weeks, which will be exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, I love so, doing it. It's it's fun. What is the premise of? The, is it is it is a themed around? Um, the premise is it's just a stand up show, really. It's um, I mean, let's be honest. The t- the name is atrocious, uh, <laughs> and I certainly didn't imagine. Like, I think that shows it's a reflection of how little ambition I had for the show. <laughs> In the sense that I certainly didn't imagine it being engraved on a thing <laughs> next to my name, which is now in my room that says Rose Matafau Horn Dog. <laughs> that's literally the name that's gone down in some sort of history as one having won something. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the whole show is just about how um, uh, it, was, it was kind of inspired by how um, I. I think of the concept of horniness, I think, is is a concept I was really interested in in the sense that I think I am a very obsessive person and I put a lot of effort into things. As, as you, you know, starting comedy at 15 and stuff, like that's, that's the, not the, that's, that's the mind of a very weird um, person, I guess. But um, yeah, it's uh, kind of about how I throw myself into things and I go, I go, I go harder, I go home. And so that's basically the premise of it, sure. is that I have a lot of time on my hands and um, <laughs> very in particular interests. <laughs> like uh, learning K-pop dances in my room alone as a 26-year-old adult woman. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah, clear stones you. off a field. Do you? Is yeah, that your, so is that's, your hobby? That's what I do is my hobby. So, you know, nothing you can say can, <laughs> can make these people feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no, it's well. I was watching clips of your stand-up on yeah. uh, YouTube and various things today, and it's it's sort of it's it's very interesting to see. Um, well, you're very open about uh, sexuality and, uh, yeah. and and female things, which I think like is, is that's what we call female things. <laughs> Hey, and I can I say which you, I am you, not, that, you, I, that came off really well. Just I'm, said that you've you, you nailed that. Let's edit that out. Uh, uh, Female things. Uh, that about, sentence is the equivalent. Know, like, that sentence is the equivalent of like getting a dad getting their mum to buy tampons at the supermarket. Is. Well, I am now at that stage of my life. I have to say where it's all. But you know, you do well. It's interesting because you talk about periods and birth control and things like that. And yes. traditionally, and I was thinking about this because they're great routines and they're also routines. That um, as a man, yeah. the things that I haven't considered. So you do do stuff about birth control, about the psychological effects and the side effects of um, birth y- control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a great routine about talking about um, uh, length of periods, about you, about <laughs> <laughs> the women who show off about having three day periods as yeah. opposed to five day periods. Which as a man, you don't really think about. Yeah, but. I know about it, but it's really interesting to see. But also, there's that kind of stereotype of, and there's certainly when I started, yeah. uh, female comedians only talk about this, this, yeah, and this, yeah, yeah. and this. And then, that, but that was a way of like closing yeah. women and their experience down. Was it? it was like saying, oh, you're not allowed. Men are allowed to talk about their dicks as much as they want, but 100%. women, women aren't allowed to do observational routines well, about this stuff. Yeah, and so I, actually, nobody does those routines really. Hardly. No, I think I, also I'm I'm lucky enough to have come up in a time where I think a lot of 
amazing woman who did comedy got so much shit for that and they had to bear so much of that because they were the minority in that room you know in terms of gender and they had to put up with so much of that crap where in a way I think a lot of them perhaps um, uh, stop stop doing that kind of material or kind of kind of disassociated from yeah. that or speaking about their experience of, of those things and I was lucky enough to come up in a time where I was able to talk about that stuff without that pressure of of that being a typically, you know, female comedian thing to do. Sure, sure. I, I just genuinely had no um, uh, qualms about talking about that stuff. But that perhaps is more indicative of the kind of safe environment I started comedy in. But um, and, and the audiences who are just more receptive to it, and people who are just less like you can you can call out an audience for like having it taking issue with that. It's like what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But you know, you know it is. I just it, it really struck me how much that shut. You know, the, and you see it still yeah. if you look at, at any female comedians. The comments on and there's yes. an article about you in the Guardian, which is a nice, nice review yeah. in the Guardian, and all the comments underneath are just men going, "Oh, are women talking about this?" And it's just men. I didn't men, read men, those men. comments, Richard. Yeah. So, uh, I won't tell you what that is. I can't wait but, to go home and spiral. Uh, <laughs> but it's just so it. disappointing to see, you know, but, that, but there's men shutting down going, oh, this isn't my experience, so therefore I don't want to watch it. And you oh, sort yeah. of think how much that was the case, you know, in those days. I, you know, 20, 30 years ago, 10 years ago, where someone in an audience is going, oh, this isn't aimed directly at my experience, yeah, I, therefore I'm going to shut it down. I think, me, I think that, 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 that those kind of commenters are just, it's, they're... I love it that to be actually angry not to be spoken to by every person in every medium. <laughs> yeah. Like, not everything is made for you. Like, how many fucking girlfriends have to go to Pacific Rim with their boyfriends and be like, you know what I mean? Like, not necessarily like, any, you know, like you, you forget how much of mainstream culture is catered towards men. And because it's the default, people don't recognize that until... I think especially my experience of doing any material that's particular to my experience of being a 26-year-old woman is, is that uh, you do a joke and there is a certain pocket of the crowd who will laugh much harder because they're just, they haven't been spoken to previously and yeah. uh, I guess mainstream comedy. And it's an amazing thing to, to feel connected to people in that way. You know what I mean? It's a, to, to feel like, yeah, people haven't been spoken to in that way. And that's what happens when you have more... I don't know, diverse voices on, on stages, really. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting. And I think I saw you in an interview saying someone, a man had come up to you afterwards and saying, oh, my, my, wife, my girlfriend's on birth control and I'm, I'm taking her off birth control yeah, tomorrow yeah. as a result. He was wasted. <laughs> uh, I think he may have regretted that in the morning. Uh, but yeah, he, he freaked out. But like, but, but yeah, there are a lot of people who, yeah, after those shows are like, but it's just because when you, but they haven't heard that those kind of takes on it, yeah. then yeah, if you're not exposed to it. But it's funny, interesting... They say, you know, like, I think every generation, though, especially with women doing comedy, I think there's different things that people get furious about them talking. It's a constant censorship of what they're saying. Like, if it's it's not, you know, talking about periods or talking about, you know, like, uh, I guess in the 90s, I feel like it was like, why are all these women just talking about this shit? I think even now... But they kind of weren't. That's the thing is they weren't. Yeah. A, there weren't any, you know, there was five female comedians and they wouldn't talk about those things anyway. So it's it's sort of... Mm -hmm. It's it's really bizarre that that is just funny. It, it took me to see that. Like, oh, that's that stereotype is so ridiculous. I feel like it still happens now, though. It's in, yeah. like, uh, and and particularly, I think sometimes I I think people have take issue with 
uh, women talking about their appearance. And so a lot of, and, and it's kind of in that way of being like, why do women have to talk about their appearance on stage? You know, it does, does, does women down, you know, it's not about your appearance. It's like a, almost a woke type of yeah. kind of, you know, like telling a woman what to talk about. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's so, it, it, it happens a lot, but, um, but thankfully, thankfully, it's a, it's a lot easier. I still, you still get, oh, you still get the classic person after a gig's being like, I usually hate female comedians, but you, darling, you are a rare diamond in the rough, you know? <laughs> being like, you are special. You're not like those other girls. And, and you get that so, every, every woman gets yeah. that. And it's, it's, um, it's just stupid and wild. And it's very it's hard to than, react to. It's better than saying, I don't like female comedians, and you have confirmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd almost prefer that. Yeah, I'd almost prefer. Once I got um, after a gig in New Zealand, in like a small town in New Zealand, um, a drunk man in the car park was uh, 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 trying to talk to us at the lineup, and um, it was uh, he went, "Ah, oh, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Corey. The other two guys, and like, thanks, Jamie." And he looked at me. He went, "Thank you, Mrs. Skirt." <laughs> I was wearing jeans. Uh, so, you know, that's, this is the vibe. We're still living it, guys. Yeah. Uh, was, you weren't married. I wasn't married. I was not married. I know. My God. I wish I could be a Mr. Skirt. <laughs> Just single old Ms. Kalotz. <laughs> and when you won the, the Comedy Award, you're the New Zealand Prime Minister, mm. who everyone, I mean, we know her name, so you don't need to... Jacinda Arden. Jacinda how dare you Jacinda Arden Jacinda yeah Jacinda um, she's cool she tweeted you to congratulate you yeah she, I know her <laughs> well of course I know her she's great yeah, yeah. She, she's been she's been to see Nish's show <laughs> honest to god yeah she yeah. went to see him yeah, she's did she tweet a... you Nish no no <laughs> any prime ministers ever tweeted you no, no. <laughs> gutting <laughs> and when it happens, it'll be for the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, just yeah, she's no, she's super cool. She's a patron. She's the minister of the arts and culture and stuff in New Zealand, and she's um, she's very hip. She goes to see comedy all the time. Had but, a yeah. baby. Had a baby. While I know. She was prime minister. Know, That's incredible. pretty cool. She's super cool, and she's actually just very, very good sense of humour as well. Do you think Theresa May's still doing it? <laughs> doing what? Fucking yeah. One. Uh, that's going to go down well on the podcast as well. What happened there? Yeah, it's horrific, isn't it? I hope she is though. I mean, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone not having. I would hope she is having sex. So, you know, not good sex, but you know, <laughs> sex. Is that weird? Me saying sex in the? Accent? No, that's all right. We got used to it. Uh, so we worked but out yeah. sex is sex something. but that was cool no I was, I was very sex oh I'm Austin Powers not <laughs> oh oh shagadelic baby very, off- very offensive she's <laughs> <laughs> very, very offensive I love her Austin Powers is genuinely my favourite film when I was a, t- a, a kid it's I, a good film a freaking good film I saw it at the movie theatres with my nan yeah and I wrote about it in my school book. <laughs> it was 1999. I saw a Spy Who Shagged Me. I was seven years old. Right. Yeah, full on. Eh? It was, but it was awesome. Yeah. What do you think about the Scottish character in the later films? What gold and gold member? Yeah. The... Well, it was in two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. 
he, he, he nailed stuff. it, didn't he? Nailed Na- it. He absolutely nailed it. If he hadn't nailed the Scottish thing enough with Shrek, he really got it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Shrek was from New Zealand and stuff, half New Zealand. Oh, it was directed by a New Zealander. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Adamson. Good idea. Yeah. Could be that. Could explain the accent. So, uh... <laughs> Probably. Croatian, Croatian Scott. Yeah, Croatian New Scott, weird mix, yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, you're the voice of the millennials. No. What's going on with all that? Was, no. Explain. I'm 51. No, thanks. What's, all, what's it all about? I don't want to... <laughs> what's, going what's going on? You're so you sound like you want to try to score some drugs or something. <laughs> Hey, so you know, what's up? What's what are you guys doing these days? Um, what's up? No, I'm not the voice. Of I just happen to be, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. I guess I'm official. I don't know what. I'm, what is a millennial? What's the official uh, time frame? You know, the, the I think you can be born millennial. in the 80s, can't you? Late 80s. Yeah, you can. Yeah, sure. So it's anyone who was a. Is there anyone who's ad- turned an adult in the... Twitter? I don't even know what it is. is it Let alone all the stupid things you believe in. But I... So this is a point, though. I think that there should be enough... I feel like I belong to, the, I guess, millennials as a group, but I think that there is an even smaller... There's a subset within that, of generationally. Yeah. And I talk about it on my show in the sense that I, rem- I belong to... A, I'm on the cusp of being a person who remembers the world without the internet. I think that is the biggest generational gap, really, that we've got. Like, I remember, you know, you remember not having freaking like, access to all of the information in the world at any given point. So yeah. I, I feel I feel very much the older end, the older <laughs> spe- end of the spectrum when it comes to, bless you, uh, when it comes to, um, uh, yeah, being You can only man. just remember it, though, can't you? Because there was, there was, the internet was in, ni- you were born in... I'm ni- from New Zealand. 92. <laughs> What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, no. We got dial up when I was probably about yeah, probably about mm, seven. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So those first seven years. They were, they were hell. <laughs> they were hell on earth. Well, I remember pl- like I mean, I I mean I know that this sounds I I am I know I'm twenty seven. I remember physically taking a cord out of the wall and putting it into a computer to load the trailer for Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. You know what I mean? Like, that's, 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 I think there's a, there's a, there's a gap between, you know, people who have grown up with it. Yeah. But, but no, I, I feel very uncomfortable with that, uh, that t- title and I do not accept it. I remember when a photo, if you were looking at a photo of something. Yeah. Whatever it happened to me. <laughs> It would come like a line at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like not a trailer, a fucking photograph. <laughs> it's quicker just to buy all the peanuts and get them off. <laughs> so oh. um, <laughs> I remember the good old days where you discovered porn in a bush when you were doing cross country at school. That's that's how I discovered that. We still got something in common then. That is <laughs> Born in, she was born in 1992. Come on, Dave. Can I imagine that? There are some people who were born imagine. in 1995, Richard. No. I won't accept it. Do you know that? It. I met oh. one the other day. It was disgusting. I won't accept it. What were you doing in 92? Uh, I was uh, I was writing for the radio. I mean, I, you know, you're 26. I was on TV by the time I was 26. I'm a wonderkind like you. But look at me. <laughs> look where you can end up. It's uh, night. <laughs> I started doing comedy. I wrote My Penis Can Sing when I was 15, I think. And uh, <laughs> I was doing comedy. We were doing radio shows in 92. I was writing for On The Hour. I was, writing, I was creating Alan Partridge in, uh, in 92. 
say. I was, uh, I was, I'll talk about this next week, but I was at the uh, PTA quiz in my village this weekend. Amazing. This is what my life's become. And uh, awesome. the guy next to me said, what do you prefer, the, the Far Show or League of Gentlemen? I said, I think League of Gentlemen is the better. Yeah. He said, do you, who do you think, what do you think Steve Coogan's best character? <laughs> and I said, it's Alan Partridge, obviously. So yeah, I, I, and then I said, I wrote the first things he ever said. He said, oh. Thought I'd get more. Uh, so, obviously, they're used to superstars in my Hertfordshire village. Um, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. I've got a good story about the quiz coming up next week. Wait till next week. It's better than the stones. Um, you've got a cat, or yeah. you, I don't know if you still have, called wow. Bert, Bert Backer Cat. Yes. Did you not consider. Well, Bert Backer oh. on my shirt there? Do you not consider calling it Bert Catterback? <laughs> With a cell like that, yeah. surely I'll, <laughs> I'll change his name. What? What are you holding up? I'm holding up a beer. I just thought that big thing. I fucked up that joke. Uh, the reason I fucked that up is because of this pilsner that comes from beer52.com. <laughs> but, uh, you can get eight free beers. Imagine how fucked up you'd be if you. You but, too can but, fuck up at your job. The reason it's not Bert Cataract. But then it'd be like cataract. Cataract, yeah. I don't want to wish that one. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Well, really, but... But back a cat. cat doesn't work. Well, it works, baby. And it's <laughs> it, does, it really does not work. I once um, tried to meet him outside of one of his concerts. I waited for two hours uh, to try and meet him at stage door. Your cat or the old Burt background? <laughs> That's how I met my cat at the stage door. <laughs> I was like, come on with me, man. Uh, no, yeah, Bert Baccarat, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm a big, big fan, big yeah. fan. Mm, he's, he, seems, he seems like an asshole, but, uh, <laughs> but you, you, they were in the 60s, weren't they? <laughs> you can't get around it. Um, but no, yeah, big fan of Bert Baccarat. You wait for so. two hours and he didn't turn up or he turned up? I think, he, I think he slipped out real early and I uh. missed him, yeah. But yeah, I went, went to that concert alone. Okay. And left alone, turns out. <laughs> Not that I was trying to bone. <laughs> but back right, that sounds weird. But yeah. I, lo- I love it how we've already got down to the questions about my cat's name. That's... I think that's a good question. No, it is a good question. Thank Do you, you have a cat? Uh, I've got a cat called Smithers. I had two cats, uh, Lino and Smithers. Oh, that's cool. Lino died at three years old. I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw the life drain out of her eyes <laughs> as I strangled her. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I paid Amanda to stick a needle in her. Were you there? Yeah. Holy shit, that's terrifying, man. I held man. her poor as she died. No! That's so it's, sad. It's the only thing I've ever literally seen die in front of me. Really? Well, I mean, you know, like, not the only thing. I killed a ladybird the other day. I is that? No, so yeah, was, it, was, it, was it horrible? Yeah, and yeah. I don't even like the cats that much, and I yeah. was really upset about it. But it's it. a full-on thing to see. Because their eyes, yeah. they're alive, and then... <laughs> I can understand to... why serial killers get off on it now. Because <laughs> if that vet hadn't been there, you'd have been, woo, been into it. A lot Did of them to... start by killing small animals. <laughs> she was so dumb now, I was very upset about Lionel. <laughs> I'd much rather it was Smithers, he's a prick. Uh, <laughs> We got the prickish one. Oh, do you think he's aware that he you didn't love him as much? He can't. As he's like... deaf, so he can't hear. Oh shit! Yeah. Awful. And I like the way that everyone's accepted that. Yeah, it's why he does. He couldn't hear what I was saying, I, so uh... it's fine. 
<laughs> Charlie says there we go take that millennials fuck yeah I'm gonna get that I'm gonna get that reference millennials from New Zealand I paid a grand to get my cat saved basically yeah. Um, he, he had, had to get a to- tooth operation but yeah I could have either put him down or paid a thousand dollars New Zealand and I paid the money and wow. I regret it to this day yeah <laughs> nah he's alright he's alright <laughs> it's a lot he's an yeah. arsehole he's an absolute really? arsehole my cat Com- I completely get it yeah he's an yeah he's a dickhead I mean my I wife's him. my wife's made me love other things that's what I don't like about her I liked her yeah. and I didn't really like anyone else or anything yeah. else and then she gave me pets that I then had to love and then I oh. did love and then children, and they've got to love them as well. That's I was the happy. sweetest thing I've ever I was heard. Happy, I was happy, you know, not caring about anything. Holy, just like the end of Love Actually or something. <laughs> this is amazing. Right, I've got a new emergency question for you based on my Ladybird story oh, that you cool. may not have listened to. I was, it was. Um, have you or do you suspect you've ever made love to an insect that has taken human form for a night? Have suspected or hoped? Um, no. Wait, hang on. Insect. <laughs> An insect taking... So how how human... Okay, so how much... Is it like kind of suspicious that it might be an insect? Yeah. I think probably, you know... You probably know I mean, if because... The, if the answer is yes, I've made love to an insect that took human form for a night, I want to hear that story. But if that story does not come to mind, then... No. Do you think you might have done... Is there anyone you think you've had uh, sex with? Or I've had loving? sex with not many people, okay. so the pool is small already. Who was the most uh, insecty one? No, who was the most insect? <laughs> I'm just trying to think through my sexual history, who was... If the one of the, yeah, maybe, a couple. Yeah. Uh, very mysterious <laughs> ones. No, I'm, right. I, I think... I, I think I'd be okay with it. Well, I don't know. I, what, I, what I'm interested in, uh, I, wait, would you not be okay with it? If you found out I mean, that it was an insect after form, yeah. yeah. I'm not, it's not saying we've had sex with an insect. Yeah, absolutely. No, if, after, take... if after we had sex, the guy was like, oh, well, sorry, um, I should have mentioned this before. Um, <laughs> I'm actually an insect who has taken human form. Yeah. I'd be like, sweet. It's quite romantic. It is kind of romantic, and I mean, thank all, you for telling me. All these people watch, like, The Little Mermaid, and think, oh, that's nice, The Mermaid took human form for a bit, or whatever it did, exactly. I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a fish taking human form, and you're all cool with that. What if, what if it was... A, I always think about this, about, like, artificial intelligence and stuff, and, like, the way the world's going. Like, if you had sex with someone, and then afterwards they were like, yo, um, I'm a robot. Yeah, I've never uh, thought, I haven't really thought about it. I haven't really like, thought about it. I haven't given much thought. <laughs> I'd say, why didn't you tell me before? You fucking ruined the whole experience. I could have savored it. No. Um, yeah, would you be okay? I feel like I feel like I'd be fine with well, like, it. But I think if the robot had fallen in love with you as well, especially and you know broken its protocols in order to make love with you, that, again, that's a very romantic thing. Do you think a robot? I've been programmed not to love or have sex, but I cannot resist. Okay, I'm just questioning how you didn't know it was a robot before. <laughs> You fucked it if it's speaking like that. No, seriously, Richard, I'm not a robot. A lot of people are very intimidated when they meet me, so a lot of people... <laughs> what is the largest number of insects that you've been attacked by at one time? Because I've got like a whole load of ladybirds. I bet in New Zealand it must happen... Yeah, well, probably... like, the insects are probably like as big as that, aren't they? And they're flying in. <laughs> no way! 
right. Then, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, there's some as big as that. No, yeah. I'd say about, I'd say safely uh, like 15. 15 insects. Yes. Which, which insect? What, Probably flies or mosquitoes. Flies. You know, yeah. yeah. Flies. Oh, yeah, of course. Mosquitoes. Lots of mosquitoes. Yeah, that's the best yeah. thing about living in this country and nothing else. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that there are no mosquitoes. And um, I get bit. I've, I've once had uh, over 100 mosquito bites on my body before wow. one time. Yeah, it's horrible, horrible stuff. So you have made love with some insects. Yeah. They tried to They made love for... to me, for sure. Yeah. Do you remember when there used to be lots of midges? There aren't midges around in the same way, are there, David? Midges. They're in Scotland. They're out there. They're in Scotland. Other midges. Hmm. How do you make fun of how I speak and you call things midges? It's, <laughs> it's the craziest name for something. Midges. Is a midge smaller than a mosquito? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not. The bites aren't as bad, are they? Yes, they are. Are they? Mm. <laughs> yes, they are. David, do they give you malaria and kill you? Is that is that why you started wearing clothes when you were two? <laughs> What's happened? What's happened to you with, with midges with you, David? Um, I breathe them in. You breathe really? them in. Really. Oh my god, it's like I the opposite of the Green Mile. That's crazy. And they bit you inside. Is that why they, bit, they went down your throat and bit you? Yeah. And then they came out your willy. <laughs> when was this? How old were you when you breathed in these midges? Twelve. About twelve? Yeah. Shoot, man. Has it, has it started, stayed with you, Dave? Because, you know, you're like about 72 now, aren't you? <laughs> Never trust a midge. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up, David. If I'd known, I would have done a trigger warning at the beginning. If I, it's what these lot have, we have to do because of this lot. If I'd known, we've gone to a don't, safe. Don't point at don't point at the half Samoan and say this lot. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Well, R.I.P. That's uh, sorry. Sorry about the midges. That sucks. Yeah, we don't have that. Yeah, we. Uh, I guess we don't have a good up here. What do you have? Any good murderous insects or arachnids in New Zealand? No. Nah, well, we got some. We got some dangerous spiders, but like it's it's pretty crazy how uh, few like deadly things we have compared to Australia. Like yeah. we're very very docile kind of uh, flora and fauna yeah. in New Zealand. It was very safe until the you know the English came over and bought fucking stoats and weasels and shit. And their and their boats. Thanks for that, guys. Um, and kill all of our native birds. So, you know, Sky Tower, though. That's true. Weigh it up. Revolving restaurant. <laughs> Kiwi birds. Yeah. Are there no kiwis in? There must be. They're some. endangered. Yeah. Are they? But basically, every bird is endangered. Yeah. Yeah. Because 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 the idea is that they brought I think they brought stoats over and they're like oh what what basically it was like whatever kills the bigger thing like so possums are um, uh, um, um, uh, are a, a predator in New Zealand as well okay. so you know they brought possums over to eat the stoats or whatever I don't know. <laughs> really thought that through <laughs> it's like a whole country of the woman who swallowed a fly exactly that's what, yeah. exactly that's exactly it. <laughs> dark story <laughs> to, to tell to children eh? it is it's full on it is yeah. but I like that they, they take too many dark things out of kids stories now we're talking this I think, to Jess yeah about how like Cinderella and stuff it's all quite nice now and yeah yeah you know it's the, I tell you what's a weird story yeah. and that my daughter got brought back home from school was the princess and the pea fucking weird like what was she doing out in the rain as well like, oh, in the she rain was she, was she, that's where she came into from to the castle right well in the, in the version my daughter has which I don't this shouldn't be a book in the 21st century a prince is looking for a wife but he, she has to be a princess to marry it yeah. has to be a princess and so he's, he, he, he likes a girl and his mum says nope she's not a princess she can't marry her yeah. I mean it's accurate yeah uh, it's, 
<laughs> actually not not really in that with the current voice uh, but uh, and then the, she puts the pee under lots of mattresses yes. and then a, but like if I was that woman I go what, what's with all the mattresses? Yeah, yeah. My first this question. This is probably a test. Free the pee question. I reckon. A, is it not common knowledge that princesses can... If it's not common knowledge, how does this mother know about the princess and the pee thing? Yeah, true. But if it's true. common knowledge, just go, if you put in an unusual bed test, go, <laughs> oh, yeah, blimey. Whoa. That hurt. Yeah, I'm a princess. I I, um, I really do love... I, I know what you're talking about, though, those old school ones where it's like you read the real backstory of it, like The Little Mermaid, where it's like the real ending of Little Mermaid is that she gets punished forever and it feels like she's... Du- so whenever she has the tale yeah. and the grim fairy tale, it's that she's got the, she, she's got the feeling of dancing on glass. That's her punishment for trying to... like not. Sorry, when she does... Yeah, she gets rid of her tail when she walks... It's like it's like dark as hell. Yeah, like Rumpelstiltskin. That's messed up as hell. Do you guys have Rumpelstiltskin up here? Yeah, they, made, they made it up here. <laughs> yeah, up here in the northern <laughs> hemisphere. Yeah, we do. I know. Who's just yelling their own name in the woods alone? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Again, if you set a test, yeah, for people to find out your name. Just, just hold back sh- on. Just keep just still. Wait. Just don't go down there. That's not, yes. just, as long as they're not listening now. I love Lumpelstiltskin. I like it. This is good Definitely stuff. Do I? Yeah. Really it. Woo. Very good. They told me it would be a good idea to be sponsored by a beer company in my podcast until I lost the ability to speak. Um, <laughs> hey, you met Amy Schumer. You did, did, you, did you meet lots of Hollywood stars or was it only Amy Schumer? I saw you interview. <laughs> I, I used to work on a show called Jono and Ben back yeah. in New Zealand where I did lots of press junkets and yeah. stuff. I did a segment called Speed Dating, so um, uh, where I just would have speed dates with uh, with our guests and stuff, and I did lots of press junkets with um, yeah Americans. So uh, Amy Schumer was one, and Bill Hader, and, and it was very fun, but um, very nerve wracking. I, I, I did a, I did a um, press junket for Dumb and Dumber, the 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 sequel. Did anyone seen that? It's fucking shit. It is <laughs> the worst film. I've ever. I fell asleep in the screening, but I um, had to interview Jim Carrey and um, and and um, uh, did Jeff you tell Daniels. him it was shit? Yeah, Imagine you've just gone, I've seen Dumb and Dumber. Right. It's oh, fucking shit, shit, shit. You've now. torn down your legacy. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was, um, that, was, that was full on. Adam Sandler, did you meet him? No. Uh, no. no. <laughs> I love how that was just a question. No, I didn't meet Adam Sandler. Have you met no. Adam Sandler? No, I, uh, I dream of the day. Really? Yeah. Big fan? I've, I've seen all of his films. All of them? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. What's your favourite? I mean, in what? Uh, by, by what? Uh, you get to choose one comedy. What we, what, the Cobbler. The, cob- the, the Cobbler is, yeah. cobbler is my favourite. Don't mess with the Zohan. The Witch. Don't, oh, you call yourself a fan. Oh, don't mess with the Zohan. I just can't understand what you're talking about. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> don't say stuff with loads of vowels in it. That's all. That is... And they say you're not censored in comedy as a woman these days. Um, uh, I haven't. Re- I, I've seen. Don't mess with. That. I, I kind of. Have watched, you seen it? I watched three at a time, so they're all they're all the same. You've been. You've worked with those guys who do the the commentary of Grown Ups too. The podcast. Yes, the, yes. The Guy worst Montgomery idea and Tim yeah. Bat, Yes. You've, you've done podcasts with them. It's the same yes. thing. I like watching. I wouldn't watch them 365 times a year or whatever they did. Was it once a month or once no? It was a, once a month. Uh, yeah. Once a week. Once a week. So 52 once times. But there was worse um, uh, for the second season. When we did uh, Sex in the City too. Yeah, and, se- and that was horrific. I don't think it was as bad as Grown Ups too. No, it one hundred percent is is, is, is worse. Yeah, it's they they longer, had they had, they had yeah way longer. They had a way worse time doing it. 
They really did, because it's a horrific film. But yeah. <laughs> and you've worked with them on their... Le- their new one is... They're, they're doing a third series of a sort of drama this time. Though. Yeah, it was um, We Are Your Friends with yeah. Zac Efron in it. A really terrible one about him trying to be an EDM DJ. Um, or a couple of people saying, yeah, it's horrific. Okay. I think that's actually... No, that was their worst season because it was almost like there was nothing to... Gra- you know, it was just so bad. It was so truly awful. That- Get them to do the cobbler. Do you reckon? Yeah, go back to go back. To Who's the seen the cobbler? Has Everyone's seen the seen cobbler it now. On my recommendation, have you seen it, David? You what? haven't seen the cobbler. Call yourself a fan of Richard Herring. Oh Any true God. Richard Herring fan has watched the cobbler. In the How, cobbler. What's the, what's the premise of the cobbler? Well, I talked to Nish about this last time he was on, so we can. Oh, I might talk to him about it again. Oh this my could God. be. Um, I've talked about it many times. Yeah. In the cobbler. Yeah. He's a, Adam Sander is a cobbler. His father was also a cobbler. Yes. And Adam Sander. <laughs> discovers a cobbling machine at the back of the <laughs> that when you cobble someone's shoes on it well, i.e. mend someone's shoes on it and then put on their shoes which no cobbler would do by the way <laughs> or they'd be struck out from the National Cobbler Society um, then you become the person <laughs> which you know you have to have the same size feet as them that's the only I can't wait for the dramatic re- uh, remake with Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's, it's one of the least racist Adam Sandler films. Hey! And there's something. <laughs> That's good. That's a win in some way. Though it's a little transphobic, I would say, in the current climate. Oh, my God. But, you know, Adam Sandler didn't know all that was going to change the... Yeah. Well, he made it he six months. For that. He didn't know gay people were going to become accepted yeah. either, you know. Don't blame when the he Sandler, made Chuck man. and Larry, he didn't know that it would it wouldn't be funny to be gay anymore. Like, like, you would think that would always be funny. Do you find do you find that depressing when you go back and watch like some like uh, comedy classics that you watch when you're a kid and then you watch them again? And you're like, holy shit, what is going on here? Like, there's some truly dodge stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. There's a you know there's it's, well it's weird because you have to judge things by the time they were made in a little bit I think, but it is. Yeah. But even like. Uh, Monty Python there's a, yeah. there's, it's pretty uh, sexist and racist it's like there's a surprising amount of uh, scantily clad women in Monty Python which you mm. wouldn't and Spike Milligan was sort of obsessed with that as well yeah yeah so it's uh, even I was watching um, I was watching Peep Show the other day right <laughs> There was there was like a yeah it was a full on like a, yeah it was it was a, it was a storyline that was I was like you would not get away with this yeah and uh, and this uh, as I borrowed a phrase current climate no. current climate is such a funny <laughs> such a dad they're like current climate yeah so your millennials fault you destroyed comedy yeah why can't we just comedy? joke about everyone in a horrible way just let us do that you can still do it. We can. Yeah. I'll ask you a proper emergency question, not my stupid insect-based ones. Those okay. were, that was ridiculous, thinking back on it. No, I thought it was, there were leaks. There was leaks uh, well, I'll, get, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Yeah, oh, yeah this is, this, you probably have, because you're from New Zealand. Question 289, okay. have you ever met a shepherd? <laughs> I mean, have you ever not met a shepherd? So it's, it's probably the New Zealand version. I don't think I've met a shepherd. You've never met a shepherd? I've met a farmer. Not the same. What's, well, how do you know a person's a shepherd? I probably they've have got, met a shepherd. They got, just probably weren't worth forthcoming with the fact that they're a shepherd. They've got a stick with a hook at the end. Do you reckon shepherds always hold the shit? Yes. What I love is Why that Why would I'm, you become a shepherd and not walk around with a crook? What I love is I'm, lo- I'm looking over your shoulder into the book and just seeing a tiny <laughs> illustration of a shepherd <laughs> <laughs> holding a little idea. crook. All right, here's a question for you. I like this one. Yeah. 
if there are ever sex robots, as any right-thinking person hopes... Yes. ..would they be (laughs) self-cleaning? Or would there be another small robot that would clean the sex robot? (laughs) Or would there be a person whose job was to clean out the sex robot before the next person used it? Can you think of a worse job? This is all about the context because I would assume that if I've got a sex robot, that's like my sex robot, right? right. I'm not going to like have a sex robot I share with other people. Right. You, you're living in a dream world. They're going to be so expensive. <laughs> you're going to have to either visit a sex robot brothel or, yeah. or have some kind of timeshare on the sex robot. Unless the sex robot from the brothel falls in love with you and says, I'm only going to make love with you because I... I'm overriding my. I am overriding my program. So I, I love think, you. I think I. I think that's the, that's how I'd meet. I'd be the person who cleaned the sex robot <laughs> at the brothel, and then yeah. one time the, the robot's like, "Hey, um, do you want to go for a coffee sometime?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, wow, yeah. sure." As I was cleaning out, whatever. Yeah. They have, <laughs> and then would and then I'd break them out of the brothel. Yeah. Okay. Is that an answer or just yeah, a fantasy? No, and was, there are no wrong answers to the emergency questions. Yeah, there's wrong answers, but not great answers. That was <laughs> not a great answer. Some not, some not great questions. Um, I like that question. We can't, we can't. It's, yeah. How into sex robots are you as a concept? Pretty, pretty much into it, but I didn't think they were... Pretty much into it? I didn't think they would... Um, I didn't they'd get so I thought it'd be like fifty years time they'd be, you know Yeah. I'm not I don't want to have sex with like a blow up doll that just goes no. I wanna have sex with a you know yeah. an indistinguishable sophisticated robot and then my wife comes in and goes, What are you doing? I go, It's all right, it's just a robot. <laughs> I went to a VR park in Japan, yeah. right? And I've done... Have you, have you done much virtual reality stuff? I haven't, no. Um, so I did... I was doing a virtual reality stuff. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was fine. But I was like, holy shit, I could fall in love with a VR boyfriend. Honest <laughs> to God. Like, that's how... I, I could probably do it. Like, because my expectations for a guy is that if he shows me any type of attention, I'm like, um, sign me up. You know what I mean? So if it's a VR boy, I would, I would probably fall in love. I'm scared, I'm scared for the future. Yeah, because I'm scared about what's going to happen to me romantically. But how do you? Aren't they like? Would you have to put on like the gloves and the helmet and stuff? And Absolutely. Work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all, although in Blade Runner twenty four forty nine, it's a is you know it's a VR, it's like a hologram VR okay. girlfriend yeah. that he has. How'd you get in into it? <laughs> into into it. The into it. Into it. <laughs> Well, you, you have a, you have a pro, you have a proxy you have a um, surrogate, um, okay. you know, you know, the, like in the film. So a person, yeah, a person. So you fuck a person while you're thinking of the virtual reality. I can do that already. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. How, <laughs> how do you have sex, bro? Don't know how you do it up in England. Ah, <laughs> oh, my wife doesn't listen to any of this. She doesn't. Don't worry. I didn't fine. listen to the one where I had her on. Um, <laughs> oh God! This is this is going to be the, on the internet forever. It's going to be what? Like this as a record. This conversation is going to be out there forever. Yeah, it is. It's, it's uh, going to be catalogued at the British Library. That's problem. We're going to send it out into space. Yeah. Do you, what do you think the latest time that this podcast will be listened to is? 
How how far in the future do you think this one? I've been thinking about that because I do my own podcast yeah. and I was like, fuck, hopefully not long, eh? Like, hopefully <laughs> someone ha- like unplugs something and all podcasts gets deleted because we've all said some horrible stuff on these things. Um, yeah, but there's so but reckon, many of them that people won't yeah. hear them, so that's essentially the same thing. I reckon I'd give it maybe twenty twenty seventy. 2070. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to it after that, please email in rkherring1967 at gmail.com. If you were listening to this in 2070, that'd be yeah. awesome. But cool of those who listened to it in 2069, am I right? <laughs> Here's a question from New Zealand, so you'll be able to answer this one. From New Zealand, okay. What is the biggest animal whose life you have saved? Um, uh, I don't know if I've saved a the cat. cat. The cat. The cat. I've saved saved his life. Um, that's a full on question. Thank you. Um, I don't think I don't think I've gone bigger than a ladybird. <laughs> Comes back to the ladybird full <laughs> circle. I love that. All oh, right, I've got I've got a good question for you. I've got an idea for a sitcom called The Horny Time Traveller. Oh, this yeah, sounds so right this up is, my alley. This is right up your. So if you could travel, if you were the horn dog time traveller, which could be the New Zealand franchise of it. What, I don't get all audition for the one up here? No, you have to do you have to do your one. What? Because otherwise people won't be able to understand what anyone's saying in it. So it's I mean it's mainly gonna be I uh, can do your accent. It's mainly gonna be vowels because just uh, Ooh, oh, oh. Uh, And if you're doing the wrong vowel sound, people won't understand what's happening. I'm an or, I'm so, an orny time traveller. Mm, lost my mojo, innit? <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, yeah. You've, you've got the role. If you were the horny time traveller yeah. and could travel anywhere in time and have sex with any historical figure, oh my God, who a, would you have sex with in honest history? Honest to God, this is my, my favourite question of all time. <laughs> a historical figure in history. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be someone in the present. It could just be someone in the present day. They're still in history or in the future. Yeah, are you just using an ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> historical figure. Um, Cleopatra? Really, yeah. Yeah. You know, branch out. Yeah, why not? Uh first experience with a girl why not be Cleopatra <laughs> uh, I think she'd be she'd be hot right so Cleopatra well, I mean maybe? no she was alright I think what do you mean she was alright she was alright I think the, the truth of the matter is she probably wasn't all that attractive <gasps> if you look into the real sure. history of it oh and you know one person tastes have changed so much you know I would actually love to see uh, how blue Rasputin's eyes were okay so maybe but I, I wouldn't like fuck Rasp- him I wouldn't want to fuck him yeah, but he, he would make you though yeah with his he charisma. would make you Time's up, Rasputin. <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> that is easily the worst thing I've ever said <laughs> in my entire life. Um, uh, historical figure, um, uh, shit. Because uh, the thing is, when you say historical figure, you only just think of the bad people in history. You know I what know, I mean? I think of the nice people. Like who? Uh, I would have sex with Anne Boleyn, who was very nice. Had very six, nice. Six fingers. Do you reckon she was hot? Just the six fingers would do for me. This, this, this one, a little doing? bit of extra stretch. <laughs> um, for what reason? <laughs> um, what about um, Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, but I'm not. It's not my taste. But you know, give it a go. What do 
you're you really doing my ideas down and you're, you're and, and, oh, <laughs> and Berlin, oh, you're okay, allowed right. to, you're allowed to have no, I, do, I feel I feel embarrassed and insecure about my taste and, and, <laughs> and historical figures I don't would know would you have sex with Charlie Chaplin as him or him dressed up as he definitely tramp. has to be dressed up as a tramp so little the little moustache yeah, yeah, yeah. oh Buster Keaton I'd love to I actually I'd love to have no Gene Kelly oh <laughs> so I mean yeah hugely Gene Kelly the greatest ass in the game Okay. You check you check that shit out tonight. Go on YouTube. He's got an impeccable um, ass, yeah. and um, I'd love to have sex with him. Okay, that's that's a fine answer. I feel like a creep. You had sex with John Chapman and Buster Keaton first. I feel like I could creep because uh, he because you see him in color films, and I think it's too close to home. You know what I mean? Like it's too it's too modern. Yeah, it's too modern. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if he's there, it could have happened. Yeah. Like, when did Gene Kelly die? Probably 94, you know? I'm not sure about that. Anyone know when Gene, <laughs> Kelly, Gene, you know when Gene Kelly died, David? Yeah, my Gene Kelly go-to expert. Did he live a long time? I don't know if he was... Some he of lived them, a relatively long he? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay, Gene Kelly and you've got Anne Boleyn. Okay. So I'm ima- I feel like you're imagining it now. That's... I am, I'm going to think about it. Do you know who egged my house in Shepherd's Bush at the back? When, when did it happen? I think it was before your time. Yeah, I think so. Because Goldsmith was still there. Maybe it was Stuart Goldsmith's um, last hurrah. It might, I think it might have been. Maybe he was just getting rid of his eggs. How many before eggs? Before you moved in. Huh? How, how, why, why did he egg your house? How many well, eggs? Uh, you know, there were some eggs thrown in my back garden by, I think, probably the kids next door. That's awful, man. Yeah. That's hugely Someone awful. Someone did a shit on my, my doorstep as well. What? Is that you? <laughs> How do you know that they did the shit on the doorstep or it was transported to... Tra- like, transported oh, you could to tell. The... By the way, it's... It, it settled, slid. yeah. <laughs> it slid. Perfect. It was just Beautiful. inside. If you go to my house, if you, go, yeah. you come in and have a look. Oh, and you can't anymore. Well, you can. I mean, it's a bit of a trip. Yeah. Just to see where some shit once was. There's going to be a blue plaque there saying Rose shat on this doorstep. Yeah, I don't know why you don't need to go because you were there. You did it. <laughs> No, I don't think I can. Hide, you know, I, I would never do that to you, man. No, thank you. That's good yeah. to know. Not, yeah. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, it was absolutely Nish Kumar. That's. I think you know, it is. You know. Why would that? Be? It's on brand, you know. So, has winning the award made a big difference in how things have gone? No, I did nothing today. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's been good. It's been nice. No, not really. It's, it's just a big weird thing, but uh, it's a very surreal thing that ultimately doesn't, you know, it doesn't change much. But I still want to keep making shows and stuff uh, yeah it's just it's random really it was very very strange well i mean it's it's incredibly impressive to win it now because there's so many shows and yeah. i think the standard is very you know when i went to Edinburgh for a day and yeah. saw two shows and they were both just amazing yeah it, and that was the thing is that the, the all of the nominees this year as well it was just like amazing to be part of that group because they were all just genuinely people that i just think are incredible yeah it's 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 just very cool. But, is it you know. a, does it feel like a millstone a little bit? The, a little bit. Is, is the expectation, more, or is it? Yeah, a, little, a bit more like pressure. I think to to do to do uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like that, but um, but I put enough pressure on myself. I think, but um, but yeah, it is a bit of an expectation. I think. But I won't. I won't complain about it, and I won't give it back uh, <laughs> either because that's, that'd be gutting to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but yeah. Um, uh, but it's it's very nice. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's the most New Zealand answer of all time. Yeah, like, yeah it's fucking cool, but I'm still a piece of shit. Well, I would like I'm... to get into that. We've kind of slightly run out of time, and I was there was going to get into some uh, more stuff, but you know, 
Fuck Nish Kumar. He wasn't even the first. I didn't really want him to. I, I, wanted, I wanted Michael. It's crazy. I thought it was going to be Michael Sheen. I thought it was going to be Michael Sheen. I mean, Do you know how much I'm a fan of Michael Sheen? Yeah? I know, me too. It's crazy. And I was going to talk to him about Frost really Nixon excited and I was so excited. And, and then I booked someone you used to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's I, saw, I see him all the time. I saw him last week. Yeah. What is this? Sorry. It's gutting. <laughs> it's absolutely gutting. No, big how, fan, big imagine fan. Imagine how the audience feel. No, he said, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Sorry, sorry Nish. <laughs> Feel bad about that. He could take it. Uh, well, look, I think we've got... Well, oh, and you play... Uh, what well, the best thing about your show um, that I've heard of, because I haven't seen it yet, and I'm yeah. going to come see it, is that you... Is it a spoiler to say that you play no. ping-pong at the beginning? Of, no, yeah, I do. It's just also you invite people in the audience to play ping-pong with you at the start of the show. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's a slash at a table from Argos, um, uh, kids' three, three-quarter three ta- size yeah. table. Horrific ping-pong played on it, but... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, super fun. Because I, I don't like, I love doing stuff. Like last, my last show, I had a label maker, a Dymo label maker, and I'd make labels for people because I hate um, being backstage before a show because I feel like it's the most kind of embarrassing, truly embarrassing thing as a stand up to like amp yourself up for a show and be like, yeah, yeah for like you're fucking Eddie Murphy and like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go do a show. So I think it's a very nice way of starting a show. It is like, it's way. fantastic. I mean, do you so ever fun. feel like just playing ping pong for the four hours? Yeah, completely. <laughs> I, 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 re- I very much always go over, like, yeah, people are like, you need to wrap this up now. <laughs> but it's all good because I have to fold up the table myself. So yeah. uh, that takes a, a bit of time as well. But now nah, it's super fun. You should come and play with me. I will go, I'm going to come and play with you. I, if I was doing it, I would play everyone in the audience and only do the comedy once I'd beaten everyone. <laughs> So it will be a very, very long show. Very Try good. and do a podcast of playing yourself at ping pong. Uh, uh, it'll work. It'll work well. Very good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do you go and see Rose at the Soho Theatre in January or uh, wherever you listen to this in 2017? Yes, or 2017. You will be working in 2017, probably. So go and see Rose in 2017, if you're the person listening in 2017. It's 2017, yeah. Oh, will I be working? I won't be alive. Fuck. You'll be alive. You're no young. way. You're young. No I'll way. I'll be 103 or something in 2017. Well, I'm, I'm still going. Do you reckon? Yeah, fuck. Got the stones to clear. I can't die. <laughs> I can't die now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Rose Matafeo! <laughs> you have been listening to Rich Chang's That's the Square Theatre Podcast with me, Rich Chang, and my guest, Rose Matafeo. The music, as always, is by Pest. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, to everyone at the British Comedy Guide, to everyone at GoFastTheStripe.com. They're all very good. My, I'm indebted to my producer, who's called Ben Walker, but I'm more indebted to this week's executive producer. did a very good job and doesn't have a funny name at all. He is called Ian Pouncey. Come <laughs> He's a good executive producer. Anyway, that's all I know. Uh, this is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFastTheStrike.com production. Hooray! 